Did you know there was a free five-part podcast series all about classroom management? In this series, learn how I went from using traditional classroom management strategies without a lot of success to becoming a behavior detective. Discover how I help children with root cause of their behavior issues instead of just addressing the behavior itself. If you want to take a listen to this new series, just check the show notes. You're listening to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast, the podcast for quick, actionable ideas and tips to help you up your confidence and joy in educating little learners. I'm your host, Ashley Rives. Let's get to the show. Hey there, welcome back to the Lovely Preschool Teachers Podcast. You're listening to episode 50, like woohoo, episode 50. And it's all about visual schedules for preschool. Schedules, they're an important way of life. We kind of can't get around them. They keep us in our daily routines and they get us to the places we need to be. And in a preschool classroom, our daily schedule is the backbone of our day. At the beginning of the school year, I create our classroom schedule using a five-step method, which I will leave a link to in the show notes if you have not seen this before and would like to create your own schedule but I have it hanging up in the room. Of course, young children can't read our classroom schedule. And what I was finding was that so many students were asking, what do we do next? When can we go outside? When is my mom coming? What are we doing? What are we doing? Constant questions that all surrounded the schedule. So I knew it was time to create some visual supports for my little non-readers. The actual act of creating the visual schedule really isn't that complicated. All you need is a place to put the schedule cards, which I love to use a long skinny pocket chart. And then you have picture cards depicting what the daily activities are from your own schedule. I like to use individual cards for each event so that I or a student can turn them around backwards once the activity is done, because that makes it super easy for students to see what is next and what's already been done. You could easily take pictures of your students doing the activities to create your own schedule cards, which can be very meaningful to them because they're in the pictures, or you can use pre-made clip art, which is what I usually do because I cannot seem to find the time to get the pictures taken and get it all put together. So I usually use my same picture cards each year and I teach children the schedule. But if the question in your head is looming of why do I really want to take the time to do this? I've never had one of these in my classroom before and I just don't know that it's going to be that helpful. I want to help you with some benefits because I truly believe that using picture schedules is such a powerful tool that belongs in your classroom management toolbox because the benefits outweigh the small amount of time that it takes to put the thing together and to manage it each day. So I want to run through seven benefits of a visual schedule in hopes to kind of convince you that you do need one of these in your classroom for your children, because I have seen some amazing things come out of having a visual schedule. The first benefit is for those students that are having a hard time being away 
from their parent. Maybe this is the first time that they've ever left them, right? Um, This could be really hard and they can take comfort in knowing what comes next. Those little kiddos that are struggling with that separation anxiety, sometimes they're just making it through the day and they just want to know, when is my parent coming back? So this can really help them because they are able to visually see how many things until their parent comes back. So this feels doable to them. It isn't like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know if I'm ever getting returned to my parent. I don't know this woman. Here I am just with them, right? It takes away that and says, look, we're going to do these things at school. Then your parent will pick you up. That feels more doable to a lot of children and a lot of people in general, right? So benefit one being helping those students that are having a hard time with separation. Benefit number two is visual schedules can help children who do not like to transition. I give a warning for when center time is ending, letting students know that the bell is going to ring and it is going to be time to clean up and have circle time. And that next activity is on the schedule. So I can point to the schedule and explain why we're moving to the next activity. It kind of gives them these clear expectations of how the day will run. And sometimes I can even just allude that, look, the schedule says that this is what we have to do next. It kind of takes it off of me being the person who's making them do these things and puts it onto the schedule of, look, this is what it says. This is what we're going to do next. So it kind of is that aid for me in transitioning. Also, if they're not ready to stop playing, I can also show them that, look, down here, we're going to play again. So they're seeing with their own eyes that this is going to happen again. Making it a little bit easier to stop the play and start the cleaning up. Now, does this work with every child? Of course not. But it does work as a great aid into, look, the schedule tells us this is what we're going to do next. And when you're done cleaning up, you can flip that one over for me. Things like that. Just really helping them be involved in understanding what comes next. Third benefit, children learn the class routine more quickly when it's displayed this way because they can understand it because it's better for them, obviously, because they can't read, but it also helps our visual learners. And then when they're learning that schedule more quickly, we can get in our routine more quickly, just kind of settle into that lovely spot where we are all knowing what's going on and going through the schedule easily. Benefit number four, that when that regular routine changes, a visual schedule is great to reference. So, you know, because we have these great routines in place and these great schedules in place, when we have to change them, sometimes it gets a little crazy. They don't like it. They don't understand why it's happening and they don't want it to happen, basically. So I can use the visual schedule right on the back of one of the cards and draw a picture with it if I don't have a card for that and show them, this is what we're going to do today instead. So they still have that safety of, okay, I know what's going on. And now I can see it instead of just, oh, today we're not doing this. We're doing this instead. And that just kind of rocks their world because it's like, whoa, that's not what we're used to doing. So that visual schedule can help us aid in any routine changes. 
Also, benefit number five from a skill-based standpoint, visual schedules are a great way for children to learn sequence of events. We can really start using words like first, next, then, last, finally. Those transitional words are great when teaching the schedule. And they're really going to start understanding the sequence of events because it's meaningful to them. It is their day. It's what they do every time they're at school. So it's another great way to infuse some skill-based learning because it is so meaningful to them. Okay, save the best for last. Six and seven are what I feel like the biggest reasons that I use a visual schedule. And number six is predictability helps children feel safe. If you really stop and think about this, we all like to know what the plan is throughout the day. Children are no different than that. So like when we go to a conference, we want to know what time do I got to be there? Am I going to get lost? What are we going to have for lunch? What time is this thing over? How am I going to get home? All these things go into our head that make us want to know what's going on. And if we didn't know what was going on and we just showed up and just kind of dealt with it, we wouldn't feel real safe. We like knowing what is going to happen. And children in the same way, especially when they're going somewhere new with someone that they don't know. So visual schedules can help prevent negative behavior due to feeling out of control. They're not feeling safe. And so they're going to get upset. It's going to upset them that they don't know what's happening and why their parent is leaving them and why they can't do whatever they want. So that visual of, hey, here's what our day looks like. You will get to eat. You will get to play. You will get to go outside and you will get to go home. Gives them all those pieces. And we can't underestimate that children also need that predictability to feel that safety. And the last benefit, benefit number seven, you're going to save your own voice. Save yourself from repeating over and over again. You're going to get asked the question, what are we doing next? You're going to get asked that. So the faster your class learns the schedule, the less you're going to have to answer it. Plus, you can answer with, let's go look at the schedule. Go look at the schedule. Once you've taught it, that question that comes of, what are we doing next? Oh, go look at the visual schedule. See if you can figure it out. That is teaching them to go be independent. Go figure this out. You have a tool. You don't always need me. So I really like that part of it from a personal standpoint of saving my voice a little bit, but also allowing them some of that independence, which they couldn't do if the schedule wasn't visual, right? Now let's talk about using visual schedules. It is important to keep in mind that with all the benefits of visual schedules being amazing, you actually have to use it. If you create a schedule, a visual schedule, and you put it up on your wall, but you don't teach how to use it, that schedule is just going to become visual noise on the wall. You have to make it a part of your day. You have to make it this living thing that constantly gets changed and moved around. So make going over the schedule part of your morning routine at the beginning of the year or whenever you're starting to implement this. 
This can be done at circle time or morning meeting, but just quickly run through the schedule so that children can start to associate the picture with the event. And then also take some tiny amounts of time to announce out loud the activities that have been done and flip over the cards if you haven't already. So for example, while my children are eating snack, I'll say aloud, oh, let's check the schedule. And then I go over to that pocket chart and I flip over any activities that we've already done. And I talk aloud as I do this, giving the children a clear picture of how we use this thing, right? We start from top to bottom, we flip over the things that we've already done and we can see what's left. You could even make a schedule helper as a classroom job if you wanted to do that. This makes sure that flipping the schedule will be done, right? Because children don't let you forget that they need to do their job. I haven't made this a job, although you could easily. I actually have found that there are certain children that gravitate to a schedule, a visual schedule, and they are the ones that feel very responsible for flipping these over while others learn the schedule and move on from it and never really reference it again. What's interesting is it's not always the children that I thought it would be. Meeting these children, getting to know them, you know, it's, you kind of think, oh, that one may, you know, need a lot of support with the visual schedule. And it ends up that maybe they don't, but another child did. It's been very, very eye-opening to watch who needs this and who really grasps it even for the whole entire year, while other children already know it and don't need it anymore. So I've just been kind of playing it loosely and letting the children that are interested in it after that first initial, you know, teaching it. At first, I do the flipping a lot, or I'll ask, you know, somebody will ask me, can I flip it? And I'll let them, or I'll have a child that's struggling with transitions, help me flip it. Then, you know, as the newness kind of wears off and and everybody knows the schedule, I find that there's still a couple that really want to do it. And I really just kind of let them be in charge of it because obviously it's something that's important to them and something they find comfort in. The last idea for using a visual schedule comes for those that might have more individual needs. So if you're finding that a student is struggling with transitions, an individual schedule might just be the ticket. And You could easily make an individual schedule by just printing your visual schedule cards at 25% instead of 100%. So this makes them much smaller. And then creating a small board for that child. Maybe they, you know, instead of flipping it over, they take it off and there's Velcro on it or whatever it may need. But this works great for children who really need that individualized right with them. It's theirs only. They can see what's happening type of schedule. And you can even take maybe some of the things off of the schedule and just keep the big important pieces or the pieces that they're struggling with transition wise, whatever works, just kind of trying that out. But that's another option is to print those visual schedule cards smaller if you need to. Now, obviously, it wouldn't be very nice of me to share all these great benefits and try to convince you all about visual schedules and not help you out a little bit. So to implement them and make it easier, I have some visual schedule cards for free. There's 21 different ones, and you can easily create your own schedule with these. So these are just cards. You cut them apart. You pick the ones that you need, and you use those. Now, along with these visual schedule cards, 
is a Creating the Perfect Preschool Schedule workbook. And so I will leave a link to the Create Your Perfect Schedule workbook in the show notes, but know that at the very end, on step number five, it's to use visual schedule cards, and those are in there as well. So when you sign up for the Perfect Preschool Schedule workbook, you also get the cards if you just keep on scrolling down. So this will help you be intentional when you are really setting up that classroom schedule. So look through the workbook, see if that's helpful for you as well, and grab those visual schedule cards. I'll leave all that at the show notes, which you can see at www.lovelycommotion.com slash episode 50. All right, y'all, thanks for listening, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend. This helps me spread the word and help more preschool teachers just like you. Keep being lovely.